Walking is a joy to never be taken for granted. At its core, it is one of the most mindful moments that allows us to escape to unique and beautiful places. It can be a moment of solitude, alone, in reflection, or it can represent a bond with a companion, enjoying sights, sounds, and smells. Walking was a habit of my father, who used the practice to blow some stink off, as my mom used to refer to it, as his fuse was lit by the aggravation of the day. Hours later, and a pack of cigarettes lighter, he would return to the house, a more content soul. Philosophers use walking for their mindfulness and productivity, as Aristotle was famous for walking and talking, facilitating learning, and Henry Thoreau believed walking through nature allows us to grow spiritually. The Vietnamese monk Teach Nhat Hanh believes when we walk, it is possible to enjoy every step we make. I'm Buzz Knight, and today, on Taking a Walk, we go for a stroll with one of my favorite people on the planet. Rich Trethaway is a Renaissance man who lives on Block Island, Rhode Island, which happens to be one of the most beautiful places in the world to do everything, including taking a walk. Taking a walk here in Block Island with one of my favorite people. I referred to him in the introduction as a bit of a Renaissance man, Rich Trethaway. <laughs> Hey, how are you? I'm great, Rich, and I'm even better that I'm with you. How do you take the notion that I suggested of you being a Renaissance man, first of all? You looked at me when I said it, and I thought you were going to punch me in the nose. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm not even sure I really understand that whole concept of a Renaissance person, but uh, let's just say I've, I've been ever-evolving, I think, you know, in my own way. I would say that's an <laughs> understatement. As long as I've known you... Uh, you've done many different things. Tell the audience about some of the things uh, that you've done throughout your storied life and career. Uh, well, I started as a paper boy and a dishwasher, and I became kitchen manager at a restaurant out here. On, we're on lovely Block Island. And eventually, a friend of mine and I, we opened up a restaurant together. And in the wintertime, I've done caretaking was asked to be in a short film, and I ended up uh, appearing in, oh, I don't know, about 30 different films. It was a lot of fun. I like that. And my most recent endeavor with uh, my friend Mark is a podcast, which we're really enjoying doing. Two Guys on Block Island. Yeah, that's the name of it. Keep it simple. Two Guys on Block Island, and we interview uh, everybody from the waitress at the oar to the summer homeowner to the guy who was born here in 1938. And congratulations on the success of it. You've, uh, you've built this in a short amount of time into something uh, very special. Um, tell me how much fun it's been uh, going through the process of talking to all these many characters that are on the podcast. Well, it it's, was terrifying at first because, you know, I really was like, how are we going to fill up an hour of time? And then it's just been great. You, you, everybody's got a story in there and just some of them don't know it. I've had so many guests who said, you know, uh, oh, I'm not funny here. Nobody's going to want to know about me. And I, I'll be like, we're done. An hour's up. We got to wrap this up. And they're like, really? We, we just did an hour, you know? And it's, it's been a blessing and a really, and I feel great that we're capturing some of these people 
that their great-great-grandkids will be able to hear their stories, you know, and I think it's just wonderful. Well, if somebody has never been to Block Island, because I know there's many people that I still encounter to this day who go, what? And they live in Massachusetts, by the way, which oh, yeah. is the funny part. So if somebody's never been to Block Island, tell them what Block Island is about. It's... You know, How much time do we have? I don't know. Yeah, it, it's... <laughs> People come here for what it's not, you know? There's no golf courses. There's no, you know, you don't pay for parking at the beach in a big lot. It's, you know, there's dirt roads you can go down and you find Mansion Beach and you just park in an old foundation of a, a mansion that burned down years ago. And, you know, the whole island speed limit's 25 and people are pretty laid back most of the time. And it's just a really, it's a different place. It's different. There's no... No commercial McDonald's and Dunkin' Donuts and all that stuff. So, you know, it's uh, it's what makes it different. It separates us from a lot of the other places. Well, because my sense of it is it, uh, it knows what it is, and it's not trying to be something that it isn't. No, and, and there is a battle because there are people that do try to change it. And, you know, we, uh, we try to hold back as hard as we can, I I like to say we like to, I feel we kind of drag behind about 20 years from as, as other things evolve, we, we catch up. For example, we're in 2021 and we're just about to get high-speed internet. <laughs> <laughs> Which says it all, right? Yeah, I mean, doesn't that, you know, kind of sum it up? <laughs> I mean, you know, um, I mean, the other thing about Block Island is the nature. We have species here of insects and plants that are you know, the last grounds for them, they, we've been said if they're gone here, they're gone everywhere. And, um, you know, so the nature walks, the beaches are pristine, the water. I mean, it's just everything about it. Besides the, the people, the community, and the location, it's just gorgeous here. And I think there's a few characters maybe that uh, inhabit the island uh, 12 months a year. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. I like to... <laughs> I like to say, you know, we, we live here year-round with, I don't know what the last count was. It's a, it's a bunch of guys sit at a bar and say, who lives on that road? And they write down the numbers. I think that's how they come up with how many people live here. Well, let's say it's 900. It's like a family of 900. And instead of having one crazy uncle, you got 20 of them, you know. But, <laughs> you know, we, we, we take care of each other. And I think that's uh, it's a family feeling out here. And, and uh, how did you end up on Block Island? My, oh gosh, my great-grandmother and her sister, uh, one of them worked in an office with someone in Brooklyn, New York, who owned a cottage here and said, you should really go check out this island. Uh, I'm not going to get the year right, but I'm going to go with around 1930s. And they came out and they bought a bunch of land. And so for generations, our family, this is our summer vacation spot. My first... uh, Probably when I was about 10 years old, we didn't have running water or electricity at the cottage. <laughs> you know, still the outhouse and the pump. We'd pump rainwater and, you know. But uh, that's how I came to be and got my summer job. And I knew in high school that I never wanted to leave as soon as I didn't have to, you know. I, I knew that I was going to graduate high school and move here and stay here. And I've been here about 32 years. And you do go off island from time to time. Yeah, yeah. I mean... When we were younger, a little poorer, you know, it was a big event to go off island. Um, but now, you know, there's very different ferry schedules. You can hop on boats, and not to mention they're not huh, the size of a rowboat, which used to be the case, and you'd get sick. Um, 
so there's bigger boats more comfortable and so we we go off now yeah in the winter i'll try to go off once a week if i can and we got a lot of family in the Rhode Island area so we go visit brothers and sisters and you know it's really nice so since we're on the taking a walk podcast we're walking on block island right near a place called uh, fresh pond yeah and it's one of many special places but um what are some of the other special places here within the island that come to your mind well um i love the southeast lighthouse which uh, there's a great story about how they moved it about 25 30 years ago because it was erosion was going to cause it to fall into the sea um i love the beaches you know the sunsets on the west side dory's cove gracie's cove i'm a big fisherman so i love all the spots we can fish i mean I was just out in Fresh Pond yesterday fishing and uh, caught a couple of nice largemouth bass. Put them back, of course. We encourage catch and release. But, yeah, I mean, I've lived here 30-something years, and I'll go to a different driveway that I've never been down, and it's like a totally new view that I never even knew existed here, even though it's only, you know, a few miles wide by a few miles long. And that's always taken me back every once in a while. I love that new... uh... That new find that you just mentioned, yeah, that you just find something you hadn't seen. Yesterday, as as we were uh, out at the the lighthouse, we saw for, for us the first time all the the seals. Uh, oh, up at the North Light. Yeah. Yeah. First time ever. I mean, we've seen seals from a distance, uh, but never all congregating there, which was just freaking magical. Yeah. I mean... I mean it's, it's uh it's very cool and as and i guess uh, you know as of this podcast here uh they've just um piping plovers have returned after like a decade away so down in the same area so in that seagull nesting ground up there i mean that's gorgeous too um you want to be a little careful what time of year you walk through there but uh <laughs> yeah you can borrow my seagull costume um <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful spot out there. I mean, and and I always feel by that North Lighthouse when you look out that point. So the, that's where the, for those of you listening and don't know Block Island, Block Island has a North Point. It comes with a very sharp point as a reef out there. It almost feels like you're at the end of the Earth, and you can see the two tides coming together, and it's really just an amazing. You know, Malcolm Greenaway is uh, one of our characters, and he's an amazing photographer. And he's got a, a, a shot of that, of the of the tides clashing and the waves going up in the air and causing a rainbow. And it's, you know, it's just one of those natural wonders. So when you think of uh, what happens to people when they come to Block Island and they go for walks and they go to the beach, um, I think people lose, you know, their problems to a great degree when they when they come here, which is the idea of coming on vacation isn't it you know i think that it there's certain people that when you're around them they give you that peace and tranquility just talking to them like you (laughs) but if there's a place where you can drop back and you know just enjoy being instead of surviving and i think it takes them out of survivor mode that day-to-day survive 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 into this I'm just going to be while I'm here, and that's it. And there's not, I don't need to do anything else other than just be. Enjoy the, enjoy the nature. Enjoy the walks. Enjoy the people. You get a lot of smiles. You get a lot of hellos. You know, and um, at least from most people. 
And if there's a few that don't, uh, we try to compensate for them a little bit <laughs> if we can. <laughs> well, I have to say, taking a walk in Block Island is is always a spectacular occurrence wherever it is. But taking a walk with Rich Truthaway is extra special, and I thank you. Hey, I got one quick question. Yes, sir. Did you know that you're supposed to say on Block Island, not in Block Island? So there's a, just got to gotta teach you that one. Ah! <laughs> the local, the local lure. See? You're on an island, you're not in, in. it. In, that's right. No, you know. Well, <laughs> next time I'll get my cue card ready. <laughs> it's no fun with cue cards, this is much better. <laughs> Taking a Walk with Buzz Knight. Available on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever podcasts are available.